0: We learned
1: last night, um, pretty much not more good news for you, what you wanted, I know you wanted. Um, either Arlovski or year Miocic. The UFC announced last night that they're having that fight at UFC 195, I believe it is. Uh, Steve Miocic versus uh, Andri Just your reaction and thoughts about that fight.
2: <coughs> kind of, you know, I... I'm even hesitant now, I'm just I was kind of blindsided by the whole thing because I came here for the whole week, I've been advocating for the Orlowski fight, and then when I got, I feel like yesterday when I had like the biggest push for the fight, five minutes later, I got told from some of the media, hey Penn, did you see this, and you know, Orlowski and Steve are fighting each other, and uh, I was just really surprised, it just didn't make any sense, there's this like... I thought for sure I was going to get to fight with Thorolaski, and I mean that's just how many times have we seen this happen? to Other fighters, somebody thought they're going to get a title fight or something's going to happen, and you know, this is—I'm not the first fighters this happened to. So
1: you've—you know—you've you pushed for that fight since last July. We spoke in July in Las Vegas, and it was during the UFC and um, media day there. Is it almost an insult to you from the UFC?
2: You know, I'm just trying to stay away from anything derogatory about. Anybody about any of situation? There's so many things in play here. What is the UFC going to do when guys get injured? Though, I mean, their hands are—you know—they can only do so much. There's nothing we can do about that. My opponent pulled out this weekend. Fine. It's okay. We're talking about a January fight now, and we're, we're booking guys. It's—it's it's that's where the confusion comes in. I don't—I've never seen a guy that's pulled out from an injury, and then the week that he's supposed to fight, he's booked for another fight. That's the—that's the most confusing thing. That's. That's the part that I think everybody's shaking their head about. You know, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like really lost for words in this whole thing right I said like I've never been in this situation before either. So I'm trying to handle it the right way. I don't want to like be too upset because there's just so many things that are a factor that, you know, there's stuff that the, the matchmaking that they're going through. They have, to, they have so many shows. I, I have no idea what their plan is. So I just got to relax. I really do. And just be like, you know, but I keep saying it over and over again. Maybe one of these guys get hurt. and gets hurt. I get to fight Junior DeSantos. So this all makes sense then. I mean, ultimately, that's the fight I'd want anyway. He's ranked higher than Stipe and Andre. And if I can go in and get the opportunity to fight Junior and, and, and beat him, that's going to say everything I can possibly say with my actions. So, we'll just wait and see what happens. You know, we'll hope that the uh, the universe has a grand plan for me, and I just got to be ready for it.
1: There's a, say, there's, a, there's a real logjam at the top of that heavyweight division and even though your fight fell through before the Dublin event, you've still made that trip. You've come over and you know, you're know you doing guest fighter duties for the UFC and you know, you're know you putting in appearances, you're meeting the fans and all the rest of it. Have you had any communication from the UFC with regard to what might be next? Have they given you any kind of heads up? Presumably they didn't give you any heads up about the fight because that came as a big surprise to you at the time but has there been any communication since since the uh, announcement?
2: Yeah, the UFC kind of just said, you know, they, they want me to fight around the same time frame as last uh, and Stipe. So, you know, regardless, I mean, that's good. I mean, we can find a fight. It's just the options are very slim, you know, and that's that's the problem. So so who and everything, I, I don't know. You know, there, there's been a couple names, and even those names, are, are, it sounds like they have outside obligations. So... You know, I just—I don't even say anybody's name because it's just such a, a toss-up. I have no idea what's going what's gonna to happen. All, all I know is whatever it is, if I have to wait a little bit, I just want to fight someone that's going to that's gonna move me ahead. I mean, I keep trying to call out the top three guys. I mean, what more can I do? I've been doing it for a year. Toughest guy you got? Fine, let me fight him. So that's just it. I, I'm just trying to take the fights that make sense. I just don't want to fight some guy. You know, I just... I just not in a situation of just fighting to fight. I mean I have over forty professional fights. You know, I want each fight to make sense and it just I don't know what's gonna happen because every guy that's in front of me has a fight book now. You know, I hey the question was Matriel a guy that's ranked out of the top tennis fighting, Travis Brown, a guy in front of me. Why don't the universe switch some things around here? I want politics for once work in my favor and drop that fight and put me in or something so I don't know or over him take him out put me in for Junior I mean so ben, trying to put a positive spin on it obviously this, this, these
0: fights have been made Junior Los Santos Alistair Overeem of course Steve Arlovsky in in some sense though is it good because that's already clearing out names at that top of the division and making you know potentially afterwards on whoever you fight you know a bit easier maybe to get that title shot
2: I don't think so. I, I'm losing the opportunity. I mean, really, it's now it's over even Junior DeSantos, Stipe, and Andre. They're going to get, you know, they, they those four have a fight, and they're going to get a shot to move ahead, and I'm standing here, you know, just waiting. Like, I can't, there's nothing I can do now to get to that title shot. These four guys are basically getting the go-ahead, you know, and I feel like, no, it's, it's going to take me longer now. I, the Stipe fight was the fight that I needed to, to get where I needed to go, and now I don't even have to, <laughs> the bridge has been taken.
0: Do, do you feel that because it's so close to the top of the division, you know, obviously the Cain Velasco through each of their do match have always been talked about the rematch, and we've talked about those two other fights as well. That because of this that big blockage at the top of the heavyweight division now, that, you know, once all these fu- fights stop rolling out, we see who's a winner, who's a loser. That the division over the next year is probably going to be arguably one of the most exciting divisions in the UFC, and hopefully, you, you know, you'll be a part of that if you get your title shot.
2: Yeah, I agree with that as far as emphasizing that the division's been held up. I mean, Kane was a champ, I think, over the course of, I don't know, what is it, four or five years, he fought three times, or he fought only two different guys, so it's just like, yeah, that's been a huge problem, having a guy that's been injured a lot, not not wanting to fight. Uh, that's why I promoted uh, Verdun to win, because I felt like at least he's going to take fights, he's going he's to keep challenging us, and, and that definitely uh, will help, you know what I mean, if we can get some championship fights going, you know, it's gonna definitely make more opportunities for us. Uh, March is the title fight, and it's just like, you know, it does Kane show up to that? You know, it's the guy has a history of getting injured a lot, so that's why I question it. And uh, you know, that could be an opportunity. If Kane gets hurt, then one of these guys get thrown in, and we get this thing going. You know what I mean?
1: How so. far? Did, how far do you sit that You know. For you, is there, is there a list of guys you, you'll go to the fight as like Frank might, but is that a fight you might look at, or is there possibly you might sit out to to laugh these guys fight?
2: I mean, I'm, my goal is to train and be ready, like I said, in case Overeem or Junior get hurt, I want to be ready for December 19th, and and that could be, you know, there's a list of heavyweight fights that are coming up that, like, yeah, a guy's ranked behind me, I just fought Matrion, he's ranked behind me, and the fight moved me up in the rankings, so it's not like, it, I, not like I can't fight a guy behind me and still move up, for, you know, if I go out and perform well, so a guy like Frank Meir, some of these guys, it's like, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're you know, there's some of the fights that could be made. I just... I hate the, I'm on a three-fight win streak and I'm going to fight a guy and I you know, just lost. Uh, that sucks, you know what I mean? At least Matreon was on a three-fight win streak when I fought him. So. And, and you,
1: and you, the UFC obviously said that, uh, you know, Matt True's name, the to fight here at this week. Do you think that might affect your, your chances of getting that fight because you didn't take the fight with, with Matrion here with the UFC? N-
2: no, let's clear up that I, there was no fight offered with Matreon. There was nothing, okay. you know. Actually, me and, me and Matt were actually texting last night about it. He, he was... He was under a misunderstanding, he got told one thing, and I was clear, I'm like, that's why I got so mad at you on on media, because you were basically taking a crack on my manhook, I turned down a fight with you, and I'm like, come on, I was going to fight anybody. You know, literally, I would have fought a guy not even ranked, it didn't even matter, and uh, there was just no, the UFC didn't, they were like, there's no fight that we're going to make. You know, Matrium was signed to fight Travis Brown yes. I understand it's a legal thing so there was no fight offered if there was I was going to come here and put a show on for Irish crowd that's just the way I that's why I came here and I'm still happy to be here because uh, you guys are some of the best fans of the world it is without a doubt and uh, I feel really bad that this UFC has crumbled the way it has because I feel like Ireland's gotten the shaft for being the some of the best fans of sports ever had ever yeah I it just it, it, it's disheartening to see this event fall apart and Kind of, you guys not get as many good events as you should. And I was willing to come here and fight anybody for you.
1: Can I ask about your your management situation? Am I right in thinking you self-manage? You you manage your your own career. You don't have a, a management company who you, who you are, are affiliated to. Is that? Is not,
2: that right? I'm not. 100%, I'm not. I would say I'm 90 percent self-managed. I have a management that takes care of my contract, that kind of thing. But I'm on my own other than that. Like no sponsorships, stuff like that. I do everything on my own. You know, it just. It's tough too because I own my own gym and I kind of do some other things. I manage guys, so I'm like a jack of all trades. I stay pretty busy.
1: Reason and for asking because it's because obviously a lot of these guys they're part of big management big management companies. They've got like economies of scale. They've got bargaining power because they've got a stable of fighters. There. Do you think the fact that you're a little bit outside of that, maybe you're a bit more self managed Do you think that counts against you in some respects? And in in situations like this where you got Steve has got the nod, and you've kind of been left out in the cold a little bit?
2: Of course, I mean, I would have to, you know, some of these guys, like I said, they got a manager that has, you know, uh, let's say Maliki, for instance, that's Andre's the new manager. John Jones, guys like that. Like a manager's got some pull, I'm sure. And he's going to say, uh, Rothful or Stipe, we want Stepe, You know what I mean? He gets to pick. Yeah, for sure. I don't have that. I, I definitely am on the outside. Like, I'm going to come on my own. I, I definitely a disadvantage. I'm from the Midwest. My options were limited. I never went out to California or. Just, or New Mexico, or Florida, joining these big gyms with management is, and that's that's maybe held me back some for sure. It is what it is. Is that
1: something that you, given what's happened in, in in the recent recent few days, is does that make you sort of rethink that, or are you? I get the impression you kind of like being a little bit of a an individual within this within this big engine, which is the UFC.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons. There there is. I mean, obviously the pros we just went over. You got a management like that. You're, you're going to have some. Some help in a situation such as I'm in right now, but there's also cons that kind of like to myself. I don't, I don't, because I don't want to like bad talk anybody or anything like that. But I'm, I'm definitely more free. I'll tell you that. Like, and uh, sometimes there's, there's something you can't put a price tag on. Something, something monies can't buy. So uh, I live with that. I uh, live with a clear, clear conscience, and uh, you know it is what it is. And just see what happens. Now I can get through this. If you get the title, I don't think I, I don't have to worry about the situation no more. You got the belt, and
1: they'll come to you. then. Yeah,
2: they'll come to you. So that's that's the goal. What's the attraction to fighting the Dublin. So, some of the events, obviously, like you know, and, and being here now the whole week, it's you got to give a lot of praise to Conor McGregor, and I think a lot of people know that because a lot of your fans are like, you know, we didn't really even know what MMA was, and then you know his his rise has, has brought them into the sport, and you know, every fighter better be glad that he did, like that this has happened because we have such. A a bigger fan base now with the the Irish crowd, but it was UFC 189 that it really went over the top. I was there, I was there at the live arena, and it was just it was the most amazing live event I've ever been at. Besides some of the incredible fights, it was the crowd. You know what I mean? I even said it the week of the fight. I interviewed. I'm like, Conor McGregor's going to win this fight. Everybody was counting him out, and I'm like, you don't understand what an arena full of energy can do for you. Obviously, I was right about something. So. I, I feel like I would get some of that, too, and I was very much looking forward to it. And what that, are you,
1: what are your, sorry, John. What are your plans now for the rest of your stay in Ireland? Are you, you know, going to work out anywhere? Are you going to go and see anything or meet people? <laughs> well,
2: or? if I can stop sleeping till like, 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we all do that here. So. Yeah, I'm like... Staying up all night and everything's closed, and it's like when everything's open, I'm sleeping, so I'm trying to like fix that. But we're getting out, we're trying to look at some castles and, and, and get out and see. I've been down some of the main street and stuff, and it's just Ireland's just a, a wonderful place. Everybody here, uh, to say it, some of the nicest people on the planet, I think it's even an understatement. Like, it's it's a really an awesome place, so happy to be here. You
0: know, just quickly, you know, talking about Connor there, charismatic MMA he seems to be playing such a you know big role in, in the development of fighters and obviously you know we know with uh, you know how you know your post-fighting interviews you know showing a character you know how important is it for fighters you know because we've seen it with connor you know although he's a good fighter it's his character outside of the cage you know when he's talking to media that that helps propel the sport in this country you know how integral is that for for all fighters to kind of see that as an element of fighting which is you know it's hugely important
2: well the guys at his weight class for instance. Or I get upset. Like, Why did he get moved up so much? Well, the guy will do all media that there is to do. He goes above and beyond, plus he trains and he does that extra. You know, a lot of guys, you know, they're like, well, I just want to train and fight. I'm like, well, that's what he's doing. Connor's training just as much as you are, but he's doing all this extra stuff. It's just like, they got to see it. It's like we're in the entertainment business. It isn't just just going out and putting on a good fight isn't good enough. You know, I put on a good fight against Matreon, and I could have been like raised my hand and walked out of the ring. Nobody would have talked about the fight. You know what I mean? It's just like I didn't do what I did. I did what I did because I just did it. Like, you are like, oh, did you script that? There, there's some things that go into it. It's kind of ask Chael and He'll tell you he scripted everything. We don't care. We like to listen to it. It's funny as hell. It's the same thing. It's just you got to just bring a little more to the table and I think some guys got to get out of their shell and and I think it's scary for a lot of guys it's it's we're we're dealing with fear so much you know it's like the the biggest component of a fight is fear and I think that guys are trying to control that and then they get done with that you know I think the cameras make them scared too and it's just like you got to embrace all of it you know you got to do that extra and and we got to give the fans our voice we got to we got to get out there and, and let them know who we are and it makes a big difference for sure it's it's an important aspect of the sport
1: I guess the challenge now with the fact that all of the guys you want to fight are largely tied up in fights the challenge for you now is to try and remain in that conversation and stay relevant without having the ability to get in and fight how do you how do you go about that because obviously you don't have a fight booked the guys you want are already booked in fights but in order to stay in that conversation and make sure that people know that you're there and ready to go how do you how do you go about doing that I guess that's a challenge for you right now
2: I mean, I've taken, like, a year layoff and come back, and, and people remember me real quick since I get a fight. So, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is just being ready. Just be ready because I'm going to get a fight. Like, I'm I'm ranked 7th, 6th, whatever it is. I'm on the top of weights. People know it. I think people are ready to see me fight, especially with this mm-hmm. incident. I just made people more, like, you know, it's cool to see. Like, yeah, people were really upset when that card. When, they, when I got pulled from the card, the card was not the same. So, you know, I think Duffy, uh, Peary could have got canceled. And as long as I was still fighting Stipe or Arlowski, everyone would have been happy. Like, this card would have been fine. So, I mean, people want to see me fight, and I think that's the biggest thing. And I think I already did my job. Like, I think my name's in My name's in the mix. We just need someone's ass to beat. Ben, you mentioned a moment ago that you were one of the few people who were predicting that Connor would beat uh, Chad Mendes back at 189, <laughs> based
1: principally around the Irish support that was there in Vegas getting behind him. Do you think, obviously, at uh, last year's event here in Dublin, it was a clean sweep for the Irish, quite famously, as Conor himself said in his own words. Do
2: you anticipate the crowd backing having the same impact this time around and having a lot of success with the Irish fighters on the crowd? Oh, for sure. They're, the Irish fighters are going to have a huge advantage. I mean, the crowd feel bad for the guys. If you're not a part of this, it's tough. Like, I've been in Brazil, and, you know, the whole arena's chanting, you're going to die. You know, it is. You're just kind of like, oh, that sucks. You know, you're not like, yeah, you know, so... Uh, the Irish crowd's gonna you know, it's gonna make it hell for the for the opposing team, you know, they're they're and then the guys that are fighting for their country it's like yeah, they're in there and the crowd's gonna make make them feel that. It does, it pumps you up hundred percent it affects the fight. But
1: if worst comes to worst and maybe a
2: couple of the Irish guys who are fighting first
1: do come up the wrong end of a of a decision. What sort of impact do you think that might have on the audience and attendance and
2: therefore might that lead through to the fighters who are who are coming towards the end of the card? I guess that's why I'm going to be there, Saturday and find out. Because okay. I'm not sure. Because I just feel like, I don't know. For what I've noticed, I feel like, th- not that's going to happen. But every Irish fighter could lose up to the last one. I think the Irish is still going to be chanting and rooting on for that last guy. Even. Like, that's just how it is, right?
1: Yeah. A couple of quick predictions, Ben. Uh,
2: Connor Jose, in December. here, do you see that one going? It's a. It, it, it is what it is. I mean this is the fight. I mean it's all done with Like he's gonna all all those proven. Like the guy is, is one of the best in the world at his weight class and you know I think I think it's gonna be interesting. I, I just I really don't know technic technical wise it's just so tough because I really believe that that crowd's gonna come back from Gregor and I think that's gonna help him out and all those all those also had the benefit of fighting in Brazil a lot of times. So there's definitely some factors here that, that are pulling from McGregor, and I don't know, for some reason I just think that he could do it. And then in your own division, um,
1: firstly, Stipe and, Arlovsky. and now that That's kind of fresh, you probably haven't had enough time to think about that one. What about Overy and JDS,
2: then? Yeah, both, I mean, all four of those fights, it's there and think about them, and it's just like, <laughs> it's tough, I mean. It's, I, I guess I would I'll just I'll just go by by the rankings. I mean, it's it. Junior should win. Doesn't mean Overeem can't. <laughs> you know, it's just like stipe has got some some things that he can bring to the table, and he's he try to try utilize his wrestling and grind Andre down. Some Andre can still knock him out. So it's just like they're very interesting fights. I think that I'll be watching. Uh, you know, I just don't know. See how it goes. And see how it goes. And true or false, Ben, you fight before the end of the year. I would like to say true. I'd like to say true, but I I, I think that's going to end up false. I, I mean, Overeem is just, as I've said, he's very professional. He shows up to fight. You know, maybe Junior gets hurt, I have to fight Overeem again, which I would. At this point, I see the guys on a two-fight win streak. You know, and 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 yeah, it's a rematch, but I would take that fight for sure. But uh. I think both of those guys are gonna show up. I, just, I generally think they dislike each other, and they're gonna show up to fight. So.